Podcast Network Asia. I think the longest that I had um, someone go down on me until I came like probably 10 times was an hour and a half. Nice. And then I said, okay, I'm done. Like, get out of here. Let's talk about sex. Oh, yes. Love, relationships, and mental health. The Sexy Minds Podcast, hosted by the Philippines' all-time bachelor, DJ Tony Tony, and the country's sex therapist, Doc Rika Cruz, powered by Podcast Network Asia. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening to the Sexy Minds Podcast, powered by Podcast Network Asia, also by podmetrics.co. My name is Tony Tony. And I'm Dr. Rika, and together we will be talking about anything and everything sex-related. Trust me, we can handle it. That's right. If you have any questions on, uh, I guess, your fantasies, sex stories, uh, or whatever you want, relationship, past traumas, let us know. Email us, thesexyminds at gmail.com. Or you can actually leave us a voice message on our Anchor. Uh, we're on there we're on Pocket Cast and Radio Republic as well. Those platforms to listen to us. You can uh, leave a voice message at bit.ly forward slash The Sexy Minds Hotline. And also we're on social media. The Sexy Minds on IG, Twitter, Facebook. We're on all that good stuff. All right. I asked for one guess. And you know what? Mm-hmm. The God uh, God has a funny way of, of blessing us. Not with that one woman, but... Another woman. They're both equally beautiful, talented, and intelligent. I want to call. This sounds so funny. Uh, their names are actually Sheena and Nina. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Sheena and Nina. Yeah. Hello. Hi. How are you? Thanks for having us. No, oh, thank, thank you. you for guesting. Um, well, we are about to have a night of revelations, sexy revelations. And that's to call it. How are you ready? <laughs> so how long how long have you guys been together? We started our podcast when was that? just last October. But I've known Sheena quite recently since since the beginning of 2020. Yeah. Yeah, so we were, well, we always bumped into each other in a right. circle, in the whole fitness circle, and we knew of each other, but we never really formally introduced herself, and then there's this one time she went to the gym that I was uh, managing at that time, mm-hmm. and just somehow she was like, yeah, you know this person, and I know this person, oh my god, small world, and we just start talking about, like, everything under the sun, like, right. you know, Joe Dispenza, yeah. you love meditation, blah, blah, blah. talking about and mindfulness, yeah, so we just totally click from there, and then next thing you know, we're just like, hey, let's go make a podcast, and yeah, it's all about transformation, okay. um, and manifestation, mindfulness. It's like a, it's a whole cohesive uh, storytelling podcast about our past, about our present, how we manage everything from you know just the the hardships that we went through, how we how we were able to transform ourselves and our, how we've grown up yeah, and, and grown, grown up. up. <laughs> great. I'd love to hear more about that. I mean, you guys aren't a couple. You guys are just friends, right? Just to clear that out. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. She's my homegirl. Yeah, no. we're soul sisters. Okay, all right. 
I was like, okay, I I watched this film one time, you know, back in the day, you know, two best friends and they they're all, you know, I was just trying to connect the dots. But okay, so you guys, it's just strictly platonic, professional. Oh no, <laughs> you're, you're, I think you're just trying to <laughs> fantasy. <at home. laughs> I know. I tried to like pull something out, and I wish yeah. if you something. Uh-huh. Ju- we just wish to Sheena no. is very <laughs> happily involved oh yeah yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I I know Sheena way too long <laughs> I think I, I think when she started her career in the Philippines uh, 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 I met her and uh, so tell us more about your dating lifestyle over the years and where you are at now uh, You know, to be honest, like I could say this is where the relationship that I am with now is the one that obviously makes the most sense. But prior to that, you know, from even having a relationship at that time, I was not really in tune with myself. So even with dating, even with, you know, partners that I was either just meeting or the guys that I had a so-called relationship with, it just didn't connect. No, not just physically, but mentally, because that was at the time that I was not connected with myself, if that makes sense. So I I think, you know, when it came to dating, it just I I was just not really sure of what I was really doing. (laughs) So I was always attracting like all these different kind of men, but they're they were amazing. It's just what I'm saying is that dating then was just not was it wasn't just something that um, I could really connect with myself if that makes sense yeah well we all go through a phase guys girls you know Mm -hmm. um the stigma is more it's more harsher for women uh all over the world most especially the philippines uh when um you know uh excuse the term but you know i mean when you want to get the d uh you know the guys can just be you know bachelors and gigolos and you know um just date around, sleep around. When, when was that phase for you girls, uh, for you, Sheena and Nina, uh, when you said, you know what? Let me be free. Let me get the D. Let me get some. Let me date him, you know, without any labels, without any commitment. Uh, you know, I mean, we all go through that phase. I don't know if you guys went through that phase. I had that phase. I'm still in that phase, sort of. I'm more, I'm just more critical uh, than before, I, I guess, in terms of, filtering out who's worthy and who's not who's going to waste my time is this just uh a one-time thing or is this something that's just you know uh more on a on a on a substantial level you know am i going to sleep with this person and it's a great conversation you know i mean there are times where it's just you're just meant to just be physical right well i you know i was I was really open. <laughs> I was, I've been in that game and it only, and for me, it, it only ended like three years ago when I met my partner and I'm already 39 now. So even when I had relationships, um, I was, I was still looking. I was, I never felt like I was in a relationship. I always wanted to be single. And um, with the lifestyle that I had too before, because I was always traveling, I was living in my suitcase, having a relationship did not make sense for me. And even when 
I was in a, you know, when I, I would meet these guys who was could be a potential partner prior to getting into the relationship, I would already brief them like, this is my life. This is how it's uh, going to be if we're going to be together. And, um, and it's really up to you how you want to take that. How did that sit with with the guys? I mean, usually it's the girls that are wanting to have something more stable, uh, emotionally, financially, uh, you know, commitment wise is a big thing for women. So for you, it was the opposite. You were telling guys, Hey, these are my non-negotiables. Um, if you, if you want to, if you want to hang with me and be with me, it's got to be on these terms. I, I think because I was so sure of what I really wanted to do in terms of like, say my career that, um, I was so sure on how to filter out these guys. So when I would meet a guy that I felt like would not be comfortable with that, I, it, it's just not in my radar, right? So I would meet guys who I felt like I could connect with who are also open and who didn't mind dating other women if they were with me. Um, but there were some relationships too where I felt like I was that close, so close to just, you know, how do you say monogamous? <laughs> right, right, right. And, um, and I felt that. I had a certain feeling that, you know, it, it somewhat made sense, but you know, I mean that it was a trial and error for me. But I it only ended when once I I I, I made a transition into my career. I made a transition into my lifestyle, and I, I had like these realizations with my life in terms of like no longer in in just traveling and and um and having a life where I'm just in one country for like say two months, six months. Because that really totally changed the game for me. So when I changed my lifestyle, my mindset about things, even the way I date and how I speak to men changed. So even my boundaries or even my, like you said, my non-negotiable totally changed as well. And my filter, my filter radar was just like poof, up there, <laughs> you know? So mm-hmm. I, I wasn't really attracting men who, um, who, who wanted something so how to say monogamous? Right? Oh, long term. So you did. Yeah. You're you're attracting yeah. men that were yeah yeah just all about the game. I guess you know playing, playing around. You know nothing yeah. nothing. Uh, like they yeah. licking his lips. <laughs> nothing long term. <laughs> nothing long term. But out of yeah. all the countries oh, yeah. you've been to, you 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 you're you have a very colorful you know I mean uh, past. Even your your lifestyle. You know you traveled all over the world. Um, you know, very, very cultured. Which country has some of the best lovers? Mm. Tell oh, me. I love <laughs> this question. Oh my God. I could say, oh, when I was living in New York, I had the, the best lovers. Okay. <laughs> okay. All kinds of colors, too. Okay, okay. All kinds of colors tell as us, long as us, they're, they're in New York. <laughs> yeah, tell us, tell us New York. Tell us how how guys are there. You know, I, not that not for me, but for our listeners. You know, I mean that. So, you know why? You know why? You know why? You know why? You know why I want to know? It's because a lot of women uh, New York feel, is only eight hours away from there. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think, like from just Buffalo to. Canada is not so far, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you just need to cross the 
border. Yeah, okay. But <laughs> because there are so many people that listen to this and so that people can realize, uh, not just not just men but women, that the Philippines isn't the only place to meet someone. You know what I mean? That there mm -hmm. are other men out there in the world who are just as talented, just as sweet, uh, great lovers, as you say. You know what I loved about New York is because people don't really give a, a hoot, you know, like they don't really give a fuck. Like um, people there, everyone minds their own thing, meaning because here in the Philippines, it's like everyone knows everybody, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I mean, people will somewhat know. They will, they will find out. They will know, <laughs> right? But in New York, it's like, it's so big. You meet so many different types of people. And um, for me, that's so just mentally stimulating as well, because I feel like there's so much for them to offer for me and for me to learn. Yeah. And, um, and the people who are, are there are, are a mix of, you know, different cultures, different um, nation nationalities and people who, who were you, who migrated there or people who are just students or living there or people who are just hustling and so how many guys how many guys are we talking about here like a, a hundred two hundred <laughs> well i i did date uh a few african-american how's that experience you know, was that wheelchair was that is it, is it is it true what they say once you go black you never go back <laughs> no not really because after that i was just like yo don't you know how how small i am like <laughs> like when when he flopped that in front of me i'm like Seriously, right? I did not enjoy that. I really did not it's enjoy scary. that. Oh, uh, me too. What are, what are we? What are we talking about? Cheese? Uh, is it a eighteen-inch pan pizza? Fifteen-inch? Thirteen-inch pan pizza? It was. It was just from like, like, like arms length. You know what I mean? Like, I just <laughs> no. Like, it's like no. your forearm. Forearm is just like your wrist to your elbow, right? Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's not enjoyable. I, I don't understand, like, why, like, it's like a baseball. Right? Bat. Like, what yeah. about you, Nia? Like, do you, how do you feel about that? Like, I, when I engaged in sexual intercourse with somebody who was, like, 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, right. and I'm, like, 5'1", I was just really surprised and overwhelmed. I did not enjoy that at all. Yeah, yeah. But and looking at the, it, but seeing it at first, Nina, were your eyes like, oh my God. I spoke it. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. No, I said, how? Mm -hmm. I said, how? How is this going to work? Yeah. <laughs> like, where are you gonna but, but it that? didn't work. I mean, <laughs> it had to come out somewhere else. Like, I'm smaller than you. <laughs> so, so, Nina, was it? Was I, was he so six five? Was he Asian? Was he? He was black. Oh, okay. he was black. And what was that the last time? Was that the last time? It was a one time thing. That was the last time I had six five D, but not the last. You know, um, chocolate man. <laughs> Yeah, they're, 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 they Dark all come in different chocolate. sizes. The one it's not like six five is the template of you know, uh, what was he 15, 15 inches, 12 inches? Was he? What do you want to know, Dawn's? We don't really like, um, 
I would measure. I would think that. It's not like you have a you have I a huge stick or like an erectic in front of you, and then we'll, we're gonna yeah. say, you well, know actually, what? Some we're gonna girls, take a some girls actually <laughs> like to measure their guy's dick, so they have a pre- they have a gauge of the next guy, or you know when you get into that relationship. Right. I remember because my one of my first girls, I think you can wanted to measure mm. mine. I mean, I'm not I'm I'm Asian, so I'm I'm average, right? So I'm like three on a good day, uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Do you just want us to talk about your dick? I mean, it's a good day. It's a good day. So, I mean, you you can get a gauge there, Doc. Like, uh, you yeah, know, I mean, I, I guess you you get to um estimate, but yeah, not me. really yeah, yeah. measure. Measure, not even. Like, yeah. I mean. I think the factor too, one of the factors that people don't really look at, it's not always about the size. It's also the woman, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. like all women would like that. Like for me, my size is a factor. You know what I mean? Like uh, just physically, I, I mean, it's not that I would want a smaller one where I can't feel anything because I'm small. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it just doesn't make sense for me. And for me, when I am, you know, when I am, ha- you know, going through the whole intercourse, I want to feel pleasure. Not yeah. That's just me. That's have just you been? Have you been, uh, Sheena, in a situation where the guy isn't so blessed, and but he's a great guy. Like he's smart. He's intelligent. He's sweet. Oh man! But physically, yeah. He's just. He, he <laughs> just. <laughs> He just won't cut it. He so just the memorable, the unforgettable. Yeah. That's really not all yeah. about the size. Yeah, but it's, it's one of those things like, hey, let's just put this in the experience bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so that, is that a okay? Not going to happen again. Is is, is, is that a deal breaker? Was that a deal breaker? You didn't la- you didn't stick around. I mean, uh, let's be honest. You know what? Like, uh, it does. It does. It. Size does matter too, depending on the girl, right? Depending on it's very subjective. But I mean, if if you, if you love to feel pleasure, you said. Well, you know, I was just like, can you just mentally stimulate me? <laughs> talk about talk about the music. Talk about you know your art. Your art. Talk about the stars, the universe. But obviously, like when it comes to you know going Intimacy. there, it just didn't. Yeah. The intimacy was just not there. So it's like one of those things, like, let's just have churros tomorrow. We can be friends, you know, but uh, but we it's just one of those things like I'm, I know, I know this is this is this is not this is not the kind of partner I would want to have. This is the kind of friend I want to have, or this is not, you know what I mean? Like they have a certain uh basket. Yeah, criteria. Yeah. <laughs> so was it the performance? Where are you be okay? <laughs> was it the performance or was it the size more more so? Well, it was well, just this particular uh, experience. Um, first, if we're talking about the size, it you know it wasn't so pleasurable. Not because it was big; it was it was a lot smaller, and plus. Um, we did not connect in that way. So oh. even his, his move, the way he moved, the way he maneuvered himself also did not help. So mm-hmm. I, I, you know what, I, I, I still have yet to experience um, 
someone who, who, who was probably smaller in size, but if they were to maneuver right. their self, like with their body and, and, and my body, I, 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 for me personally, I just never had that. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't really know if that could work as well. You, know? you never, you never had a a, a guy with a, a, a small, small pecker and work it like a construction worker. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not because I like a construction worker. Depends. What do they do in that construction work? <laughs> Doc, you 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 got a You've had a lot of experiences. You've never had a smaller guy, you know, and, but the way he works it is like, you know, he's like a rat, white on rat, oh, you know, rat on cheese. No, I go for it, girls. I mean, I've had, I, and the beauty of this is I always remember this person, like from time, years later, even this year, I've, I've definitely thought about this person. He was probably just average in size, but he was very, like, very generous and mindful yeah. of what he I gives. wanted. He listens, you know, and he's he compensated. Like. He asks. It's not just all about wham bam, thank you, ma'am. He he asks. He wanted. He communicated with me first, and I communicated back with him. And so it was just a beautiful dance, regardless of like any flaws or not one flaws but just size i guess less downside yeah size and uh, it, it just didn't work out romantically but when i think sexually he always pops up in my mind even mm-hmm. when i'm like engaged in in with somebody else you know engaged and physically engaged with somebody oh else. wow so you're having sex with someone else and he'll pop up in the back of your head yeah for like a brief second and he Amazing. said the same thing to me. He actually called me in last year, 2020, during lockdown. He's from Cebu. He's married now. He was still engaged then. And he said, <laughs> I wanted to, you know, put this out there because I'm getting married in a month. But, you know, you I still <laughs> think you after, after 10 years. <laughs> and for all time's sake. I heard your podcast. Uh, you want to, you know, be an archaeologist and dig up the past? What did you say? I said the same thing. Um, well, I was surprised because he didn't even text me and ask, to ask if he could call. He just FaceTimed me right away and mm-hmm. just so happy. He's thirsty. He's drunk. completely sober. And it seemed like he had been planning this conversation for a while. A long time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he was on a mission. So he said, I'm getting married in a month. And my fiance is very, very, you know, she, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to have you on my social media anymore because my fiance is not comfortable with you being my friend. Wow. Like, okay, that's- wow. Damn, you got some, yeah, you got some I- mighty P. That's some mighty P. That's some uh, BPE. <laughs> right? We've always heard of BDE, right, Doc? You know, big dick energy. Mm. Oh, this is big pussy energy. You know, like, you know, that's, that's a big thing, Nina. Yo, who calls you FaceTime out of nowhere? 
Uh, <laughs> by the way, I'm getting married. <laughs> For sure, because the communication happened and we just voiced every single thing out and how we wanted things to, to be, how we wanted it to perform. And everything was just seamless, regardless of his size. We just made it work sexually. Interesting. And so he just. I like that. I, I, I have a purpose. What's your purpose? No, that it can work. <laughs> that it can work, Doc. That because a lot of guys, you know, it's so disabling and and uh, for a lot of men um, who aren't gifted, Doc. We hear a lot of guys get discouraged and lose that confidence. They have zero confidence. I'm sure Sheena, that guy that you were with, I, I was was he Asian? No. No. He was no. European. It's not, and it's also it's not about also the nationality as yeah. well. Was he European? <laughs> was he was he European? No. 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 He was he was actually Hispanic. Hispanic. Okay, yeah. Well Europe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's fine. I mean, I hate this podcast. I remember things I shouldn't remember. Oh, what is it, Doc? Share, share. You want to share? (laughs) No, because like you were asking a while ago if I had that experience where um, a guy wasn't as gifted would work it like a construction worker. And then for some reason, it just popped in my head something that happened, what, 18 years ago? <laughs> I was like, fuck. And he's a rock star now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, he was a construction worker, became rock star? No. <laughs> he worked it like a construction worker. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. We were in college. So I was like, oh, okay. Like, you remember things that you. Yeah, you forget. Already forgotten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. Oh yeah, that happened. That, it's like, oh yeah, that happened. You know that. <laughs> yeah. There's always that energy that you leave amongst each other. You know that DNA. You know, I mean, as much as uh, you think we're over, maybe there's a no more relationship. But anytime you you get intimate with someone or just touching someone, you leave your mm-hmm. your your fingerprints, your DNA, and so that's right. why it's it's so important to to really really know what you're getting into but you know some people yeah um yolo you only live once and hey even though they could be toxic you might as well go for it i mean the experience i've seen i've seen doc at her worst and at her best you know and i don't stop her you know each each and every one of us has a path to 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 take (gasps) and and that's the journey that's the beauty of it you learn from it you learn from it and yeah. and you know and it's beautiful you you have now you have memories of, of oh shit why did i do that you know i mean that's that's all it is it's just they're, they're all lessons it's not really oh shit why did i do that it's like ooh yeah i did that <laughs> <laughs> it could depend Doc. it could yeah, depend yeah, depend. yeah, yeah it, it does it, does. <laughs> it really depends I, I also think like like with each of those um say situations you you kind of pick up their energy as well um whether if if it becomes somewhat of a a short or long-term relationship but even the people that you just sleep with or have a one-night stand it's like for me personally i i I realized this too where i also was not careful but I, i became very 
uh, choosy with the people that I would want to even just, you know, just if I want to just do it with them for like, you know, for a right. short amount of time. But the energy there has to feel like good because I, I, I remember when there were times when I would, I had those one night stands and I left feeling heavy mm. and, um, and I'm so sensitive with things like that because I, I remember that person was going through exactly. so much shit in his life and he's not a bad person. And yeah. I somewhat, it's such somewhat, energy. Yeah, yeah, I somewhat it like picked it up. I yeah. picked it up. And I, I remember going home, having to want to take a shower, not because I, I, I didn't like him or he was like, the, this whole experience just grossed me out. It's because like, the energy that he was carrying, the baggages that he had in his life that he did not even fully have to go in details. I felt it. So, and that mm -hmm. didn't happen once. So, um, so I, I started, you know, also, uh, you know, later on choosing the people that, um, that I would want to have that experience with. And for me to do that, it, it, it was a process for me. To, to get it in a certain place before just saying, hey, you know, I think like I want to share my body with you or I have myself. I need to be in a state where I'm also feeling good because yeah. if that person or if a person can pass that kind of energy to me, imagine right. what kind of uh, what kind of energy I could pass to another person without them knowing it. And they could just be like, oh, shit, you know, that girl, Sheena, like, there's just something about her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, oh, she felt heavy. Yeah, like, she felt yeah. heavy. So um, that itself, too, I, I, I had to really be um, choosy and, and, and also uh, learn. It was a process for me in terms of energy. I want to know the process of the one-night stands, uh, where, where these guys in the scene in the in the in the night scene with these guys in the at a at a ran at a bar um traveling you know because you did travel you did live in so many places um Hi. how was the how was the how how where would these guys pick you up or at least where would you meet up well okay so the last one this was this was this guy he was actually cool he you know uh we met during an event that I was hosting and he was cool. This guy was intelligent. Like he's just any guy who just living his best life mm -hmm. and just want to share his, his story and his journey. And because both of us were somewhat in that same, you were same aligned. Yeah, yeah, in that same time in our lives, no? Mm -hmm. And I was also going through that. He was uh, speaking himself. I was also at that point, I was seeking myself and that just totally turned both of us on. And, um, you know, then it happened. He, the next day he asked, wanted to hang out, go to the movie, yada, yada, yada. But our conversations was just on point. So, and I already Love knew, it. I already know. I was like, okay, I know where this is going to end up and I know it's going to be good. And, and I felt that from him too, from the conversation. So the, 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 the feeling that I have from the one night stand started from meeting the person talking to the person, the conversations with the person, if, even if we weren't even touching each other or anything yeah. like that, it wasn't like, oh, hey, ma, what's up? It wasn't like that. It was just like, we were just both on a heightened level and he understood where I was in my life and I understood where I, I 
he was as well. And we were enjoying each other's time, that short time we were together. And we just clicked that quick. And then as soon as we got to this place, it was, it was just like beautiful. But I knew, I knew, and he also knew this is not going to last long. Mm -hmm. This yeah. is not going to last long. So that feeling, we made the most of it. And I felt good live, leaving the door. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. The next day, it felt good. And we were still sharing texts and stuff, but it just slowly faded. But it wasn't one of those things like, oh my God, how come you didn't call me after the three hours? Who's going to call? You know, like it wasn't like that because I, we both understood each other in a certain level and wanted to share that. But we knew that after that, we weren't. Was it, we was it a, um, a one-time thing or was it, did it progress to it something like? It progressed in three days. It was a three-day thing. Yeah, it was. Whew, it was so fast. It was. It, it. It was really amazing. But the impact of this guy. Yeah, huh? yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm not even gonna lie. The other day, was it that? No, no. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I checked on it. I don't know. Where, I don't know why. Now we're talking about it. It's so weird because I was like, I wonder where this fool is at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so what was that about? Is he a local? I mean, what made you? Is he local? Yeah. <laughs> We, we met in Dubai. He he was, um, I think he was Australian. Okay. I think he was Australian. Um, but I was like, what is his name? What's his name? What's his name? You know? Mm -hmm. And um, you forgot his name. Right? I forgot his name. <laughs> but it was you forgot his name. Something, does that, something, that, but something. Does that mean, does that, is that a good thing if a girl enjoyed the three days or however short it was, right? But you forget the name. That's okay. That's okay. I, right? mean, I think it happens. Yeah. You never forget how they make feel. Yeah. I think it's the meaning. It's the emotion uh, yeah. that you attribute to the experience. That's more important than the name. Hello, this is Agnes Ravasho, CEO at MDI Novaria Technologies. Come listen to My Digital Impact, where I talk about customer experience obsession with fellow business leaders, about relatable moments on customer excellence, and teachable experiences on customer service. My Digital Impact is available wherever you listen to your podcasts, powered by Podcast Network Asia. Check us out after listening to this one. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Like, um... It was I, what Nina said. It was it was really more of the feeling that would stick to you, how that person made you feel. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's just because what I only wanted as well. Is that your most memorable uh, short-term experience? I, I know you've been through. You know, I mean, you're very carefree. You know, back in the day. You sound like I have one thousand three hundred. No. No, but I mean, you're more open-minded. No. You're more liberated. Yeah. I'm not saying you're you're all over the place. I'm just saying you're more liberated, and and at the same time, you are more mature to handle those because you know what you want. You know where you know. I mean, you kind of know your, you kind of know where you stand. But at the same time, you know you don't want to just have a relationship because for the sake of just being in one. So you can yeah. live a little. You know, I mean, you can balance both as long as they're mature yeah. enough to understand that this is where I am. And this is all you're going to get, but that's fine. You know what I mean? They, guys can do it. Girls can do it even better, as I always say. 
So if you rank the experience, was was New York better than Dubai uh, in terms of your 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 short term experiences of of, of men? Uh, what, what 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 would be the top five? I I think with him would be that would be an eight. I wouldn't say a ten. Um, do I think I have a Dubai ten? would be an eight. Dubai is an eight. Yeah, like an eight, an eight point five. That um, my my experience. Yeah, yeah. That kind of feeling. When I was in New York, I was meeting like who and oh juicy men, like good looking <laughs> men, but. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah because no just physically image wise it's like oh my god these guys are so juicy where but is this new york it was in new york like i mean even when you're just you know the eye candy is like the huge right eye candy is is, is something else i mean there were some they're just like you know really <laughs> like crazy looking but <laughs> <laughs> but i mean like the places that i i I had experience going to, um, but I didn't have that kind of connection. It was, it was one of those things like, ah, oh, nice eye candy, I'm like, ah, oh, okay. But uh, I, I think that one experience, the one in Dubai, um, that one was, uh, I, I think you know what it is? I think because I was in another level in my life at that time, I, I was somewhat in an awakening. And that's when I started also thinking about like, oh, I think I gotta stop this like a, uh, um, whole living in my suitcase, traveling and mm. dancing everywhere, that kind of life. I, I was going through that phase and I, I don't know, I was in a whole nother level in my life at that time. Yeah. So how's you your know, experience with uh, the local guys, the local scene? Uh, oh, all right, Nina. Yeah. How are the local guys for you? Well, okay. So just a little bit of context. I'm kind of on the other side of the spectrum from Sheena because I was a serial monogamist ever since I was 15. This is the longest time I've been single for three years. And You've always so been in a relationship? Turned, You've always had a partner? And, okay. Yeah, I've always been in you know, a long-term relationship which lasted at least three to four years. And when I turned 29, I ended my last relationship. So I gave myself like an amazing 30, 30 year old birthday mm. party and decided to date. I tried the online dating scene, met some good ones and met a bunch of not so good ones. <laughs> um, but it's, I was never really stimulated so much by the local guy. Why is that? I don't know. I, okay. Yeah. I, I know. You, you would know, you would know why. Yeah. So a bunch of the men that I manifested into my life um, were mama's boys. That And that's not, oh. I love a good mama's boy. But when it comes to a point where every single decision in their life has to be dictated by their uh -huh. sister, then yeah. it's just a big turn. You know? were, were they yeah. in high school? Were you guys, were you, were you on the dating side of high schoolers or college students? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> was but this was me in my 30s, and these are men at least eight years older than I am. Wow. So, yeah. I So I I had to change my mindset. I had to change, like, my whole vibration when it, when yeah. it came to this. And I had my sexual awakening um, just last year after my last 
sexual encounter. I was telling Sheena about this earlier before I found out about this podcast. And after that, I just realized that I'm I'm not going to just engage in intercourse with anybody who does not align with my values. Okay. I mean, I'm not a prude. I'm not a saint. Yeah. But it has. we have to have that energetic connection, even if it's just for a fleeting thing. But wait, you, 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 I decided- in 29 years, in the 29 years that you were single, you'd never had great sex? Is that what you're saying? And, and oh, no, I've had great sex. Oh, okay. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of them were not with Filipino men. Okay, so majority of the good experiences were foreigners? or mm-hmm. And just maybe, like, I would say three local guys. And I'm... I'm not saying like full on foreigner. I'm like right. uh, the happies and stuff like that. And I've never been really particular with the happies, but they just they come up in my life. And you, you know? know what it is? This there's something about because of of uh, foreigners or like foreign foreign men or guys from other countries. And then for for local guys, look like Filipino guys or the local Filipino guys just don't have that extra muscle of like. I'm yeah. here to take care of you yeah. and you know like and they're so, you know and like people from like men from Europe they're like they're so sure like if I want mm-hmm. you I want you yeah, exactly you know there's like so much like, beating around no the bush games there's no you feel what I mean like I mean for me I like that but I I, I just never also attracted Filipino men maybe because <laughs> they probably I don't know I, it, they just have a different preference as well yeah you know? someone like me might be a little too strong for them but you know I just think women are are more attracted or meant to be with men who can, you know, provide. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about provide as in like financially, but that's just how we are biologically that right. we want to be taken care of, nurtured. Be, and, you, know. you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. And and that's where you know sometimes we, we say like, why do women go for the assholes? You know what I mean? And it's not because you want to go for, for an asshole or someone who would want to hurt you or cheat on you. But sometimes these men who are considered assholes, they just have a different kind of confidence. In they have direction. Yeah. And when you have direction, you call the shots. You know exactly what you want. And women just like seeing that. They like yeah. hearing men and other just other other women who are go-getters, movers and shakers. I mean, that's what stimulates yeah. me. So. Yeah. No, I totally get those you. are memorable. I totally sure. get you. Yeah. If it's somebody who says, oh, Bahalana, or, yeah, I don't know. Then yeah. I'm I was like, like okay, I, bye. I can't even <laughs> make up, like, I can't even decide, like, what restaurant to go to. You know what I mean, like, oh my like God. don't be that person, too, to be like, I don't know. You figure it out. Yeah. I don't know. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But do you, the last you like the bad time. boys? Did you like the bad boys, Nina? Were you that kind of girl that liked the bad boys who. You knew there was trouble. Mm -hmm. And I promised myself that I would never date another musician ever again. Because all my boyfriends Mm -hmm. have been musicians. Oh, wow. Interesting. What about about, um, musicians that made you? Like, I don't want to generalize all of them because I have to stand up for some of them. But like, based on your experience. Yeah. On your experience. It's just that brooding 
character, you know, it's just the <laughs> drama. And I'm an artist as well, so I get it. They but, live in the drama life. But just the baggage, you know, when when you're affecting my game and I'm just trying to do my thing and they get so clingy, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you they have to be there every single moment. And right. I yeah. can't live my free spirited life and they're just no, I need I think, you. I think you have to help me with this song. And yeah. <laughs> I think maybe I think maybe more than it being a a profession, I think it's also the upbringing of of these guys. Yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with the upbringing and and the uh, nuances of society being an artist and and what what you project of being an artist is, you know. Um, yeah, I totally and, and that's it, what it, I thought too, not dancers. Mm, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm never going to date a dancer or never again. <laughs> but you're right about that, yeah. that bringing the up group. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because there are some good re- musicians, you know, that, that are nurturing, that are very, you know, uh, monogamous, that they, they, they want to be in a relationship. And there are some musicians that are married, happily married, right? So um, it's just, I guess, like in any batch, there are bad ones yeah. or there are just bad, I guess, just guys yeah. that are just don't know where to go. And there are some guys that know where to go with, with their careers. Uh, but with Sheena, I'd always think that the best lovers are dancers because they know how to move. Guys, it's the same thing with athletes. I don't know, but I mean, like, yeah, I've been, I've been with like, you know, dancers as well, and they're amazing. They look like, oh, sexy lovers. The way they move and the way they just, you know, what I mean, maneuver the stuff <laughs> on the floor. It's like, oh, how would that be in bed? And when you can't times, yeah, go to bed. It's just like mm. appeal can only get you so far. Yeah, they, they get know? tired fast. Yeah, like, like, uh, what happened to the? <laughs> Mover shaker, you know, <laughs> like you mean, like, that in bed. Oh, are you see? Wait, wait, what are you talking about? Performance wise, they get tired. No way, dancers can go on forever. They can. I, I was like, what happened to your cardio, you know? But it's just because you've been doing <laughs> the whole day, you just gave up by the end of the night. Is it maybe, maybe it's not the performance, but more of a mental thing, like. They're so focused on their craft that when they come down to intimacy level, they're not focused, they're not engaged, and they think it's just, instead of it being a dance, it's just like stretching for some people. Like, it's not important. Because- Maybe it's because they move so much like outside the bedroom that when they're there, they don't need, they don't want to perform anymore. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, Doc. I don't know. I wouldn't you want to be, you know, I mean, as much as you're known as a dancer. Okay, fine. Okay, I'm gonna, you would want to also have that. I mean, it's very different, I guess. Different for okay. your talent. Yeah. No, exactly. Oh, it's a stereotype. Okay, so I'm a dancer and I was mm-hmm. a dancer and I had I had, you know the physicality of it but i remember there's times when by the time like when it gets down to it i do get tired as well or mm-hmm. in the in my head it's like why do i have to perform you know what i mean or like they would think oh yeah. you're a dancer you could do like this or you could like flip your 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 freaking legs like this you know what i mean like i'm not gonna be doing cartwheels for you just because i was doing cartwheels on stage you know what i mean yeah like, exactly 
know what I mean? Like, yeah. maybe, <laughs> you know maybe mean? that like, is it. Maybe that is it. But I think, I think you have a responsibility as a guy huh? to, to please your partner and, and, and the guys that you've been with, you know, the dancers, dancers in particular, you right. know, were they really great dancers or are they just average dancers? No, they were great dancers. They were really great dancers as well. To me, there were, there were some that were, that were great, but uh, I mean, overall is just okay. Just okay. You know? So it, it wasn't, it wasn't as memorable. So I, I think, so I'm going to just, like I said, I'm going to flip it to myself because it comes to a point where, because you've been performing the whole time and you have the mental thing that comes in is like, why do I need to perform? Or it's like, can I just let go now? Can I just like switch off now? Because this is my job. This is, or this is what I do. This is, this is what I'm passionate about, but it doesn't mean like I don't want to get pleased as well. So I want to switch off, you know? So yeah. I, and that's why I always say it's a stereotype when people say like, oh, dancers are like, oh, great in bed. But it's like, no, we, we switch off. Are there any right? in the top yeah. five in your top five, both of you, Nina and Sheena, who are your top five in terms of, I mean, none of them fit in your top five dancers or athletes. They didn't make the cut. Athletes not. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Well, they're in the top five. The athletes okay. are in the top five. Right. Musicians would be in last. What? I would think musicians are like, you know, rock stars, man. Rock stars rocking with their car. You can only get you so far, you know. But I mean, I'm not going to generalize like what you said earlier in the month. But yeah. now I'm just at a point where top one would be somebody I'm aligned with when, with yeah. my daily practice. But do you think also, uh, Nina, do you also think that and Sheena and Doc that there's less uh, effort for an individual. I want to say individual that is praised by an audience. This person has fans that adore Aww. a celebrity, a personality, because they're so used to having eyes on being them, praised? Ob being objectified. Mm -hmm. There you go. The, the word is objectified so many times throughout the day, like models. I hear horror stories mm -hmm. with, with a lot of my friend girlfriends that have slept with gorgeous mod not we're not talking about local guys we're talking about foreign guys who are models and it's just so bad that they're mm -hmm. never gonna they're never ever gonna date another model no matter what country they're from because it's just they they expected my, my from what i've heard these guys expected that the girl would do all the work the girl would praise them the girl would you know, do everything in the bedroom and they were just lazy as fuck. And I don't want to generalize at all, but a lot of them, a lot of the girls that I know that have been with a lot of these guys are like, uh-uh, Tones, eh-eh, he's just pretty to look at. He's got a nice dick, but it don't move. He don't move. You know what I mean? I'm like, no way. It's good for guys like me, you know? Well, I like to think that <laughs> You know, I mean, I, I'm a construction worker. I like to think, or at least some guys out there <laughs> would love to do the work, right? I'm sure Doc Rika Pez is is a construction worker here. You know, I mean, he doesn't look like one, but I'm sure, you know, to keep you, you know, on your toes, definitely oh, he's doing yeah. something like that, right? <laughs> so it's not about the size about the guy. It's not about his, his, 
his uh, his profession at the end of the day, it's really that willingness to make it want to make an effort. You know, what I mean, but obviously, yeah. but obviously yeah. the women that praise you, that that that, you know, adore you, you have constant, you know, eyes yeah. objectifying you um, takes a toll probably psychologically. And so yeah. when you get in the bedroom, you're like, OK, girl, you're probably you Is that know, how you feel. No, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm the total opposite. No. You know, I, I think my resume, I, I think my resume <laughs> for me, only because my foundation was um, my my very first real relationship, I would like to think, was she taught me to please a woman first, to be independent, uh-huh. and then... to have direction, to have an occupation, to have things that make me whole. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and not just, and she said to me when I was 16, 17, like, you're just a dick. There's a lot of dicks out there. How are you different? Mm-hmm. How are you going to be different? <laughs> so that's, that's what, um, that's what triggered you. That's what motivated you to, to be good in bed. It was to be good overall, to have that, okay. to be good mm-hmm. in your profession to be good as a boyfriend, to be good as a person, to be good uh, in whatever mm-hmm. you do. And and that shot at 16, 17, come on. And she was at 20. That's going to shoot me up mm-hmm. in terms of I know better than anyone else. I like my parents hated her because she gave me this 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 foresight of being independent, the foresight, uh, this this of I can do it on my own. I don't need anyone. But I was a little you know, uh, overconfident at 16, 17, I left home, you know what I mean? Which was stupid, you know? Yeah. I, mean? I think um, with what you're saying, I was thinking about it a while ago and uh, Sheena and, you know, you can, you can put it anytime. But um, with these celebrities, with these rock stars, with these um, athletes who have been objectified and they know that they're foggy, they know that they're hot and they know that women are after them. Maybe that overconfidence, um, uh, they take with them in the bedroom so they feel that okay i'm so foggy i'm i'm the man i don't need to do anything to please you anymore hence it becomes disappointing for the woman because they're Mm -hmm. banking on their their they're banking on their status as opposed to what they can do the, the the effort that they want to bring in to please the partner no, definitely. Yeah. I remember yeah. a year ago or a couple of months ago, not to be just a step one kind of person. What's or a step one kind of just, person? Like, Elaborate on the no, like, step one kind of person. All bar, all talk, no walk. Mm. You know, it's all okay. charm and all, I'm going to do this to oh, you, got it, got blah, it. blah. Yeah. Your, it's got to be so good. Blah, yeah. blah, and just set up those expectations right. and put himself on such a high pedestal and not actually deliver right and I, I think it just affected my in the way i saw him as a whole after after that and well i just went downhill from there i and think if, the if, expectation. yeah i think it's okay to to say what you want to do uh i really believe in that but you really have to it can't just the conversation just can't be about that I think the conversation has to yeah. go more in depth, especially if the girl is right. is is of of a higher caliber in terms of, you know, more mature. Because I think the wordplay is important, but there's got to be more than more more to, 
to back it up with with other com- other topics. Yeah. Uh uh to yeah, right. to at least okay, you're going to fuck my mind. What else can you talk about? Yes, right. What else can I learn from you? What else can we discuss? You know, um right. and and if it's just that like Ashina said, there are guys who are just you know it's just for 3 4 days. You know there's guys for one week, two weeks, and that's it. Because you at the if I, if we prolong this it's going to be toxic. There's really nothing there for us to continue this. I just want the D, you want the P, let's cross. And, and that's it. I mean, if, if you, other girls though, like we, like Doc, we, we've interviewed other girls where they, they, you know, sex to them is automatically like love. You know, they can't separate the intimacy from, right. from from love and <laughs> the, the intimacy gets them overwhelmed. Obviously, as a woman, you know the oxytocins, especially the sex is so great. Just because the sex is great doesn't mean he's a good boyfriend. Doesn't mean he'll be a good partner. You know, what I mean, it could just be. Oh yeah. You know, what I mean, uh, if like me, I can departmentalize. I've been departmentalized my whole life. You know, what I mean, but is it a good thing? Maybe not. But that's 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 my choice. felt like you needed to take your life to the next level? If yes, then go ahead and check out my podcast called Small Talk with Alec Cuenca. Allow me to share with you wisdom by ancient philosophers and modern thinkers partnered with practical science-driven advice. All of that and more only here on Podcast Network Asia. You know, but for other women... And some men, sex is is a somewhat like a sacred thing. So, in the back of their heads, them offering themselves or go, engaging in any kind of intimacy is already love. They and that's that's like that's dangerous. And we've all been down that road. We've all been who gave the best blowjob. Oh my gosh, this girl, I'm in love with her. She gives the greatest blowjob. You know. Oh my gosh, this guy, this guy ate me out all day. This guy ate me out all day. My goodness gracious, you know the ripples. No, he made me shake. He made me shiver. You know, he made me cry. But that doesn't that doesn't quantify to him being a good partner, a good boyfriend, a good husband. You know. Yeah, that is so true. Hundred percent. But we only realize that when we get older. You know, as you mature. You know, I mean, we'll have our crazy stories. You know, and 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 we'll get hurt, but we learn from them. And 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 it and it's so great that you guys point out that. Um, over the years, it's you kind of can filter out now whether a guy's all bark. Yeah. yeah. You know. Right. How do you know, Nina? He's all bark. Like, what are some of the 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 red flags for for the for those oh. that will listen? Uh, uh, let's go with Nina. And I know Sheena, you got a lot of red flags over the years. <laughs> <laughs> Where are some of the red flags now that you're more more mature? Uh, self-deprecating humor is a red flag for me. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I'm not stimulated yeah. by a guy who's, who masks their insecurity with, you know. And they laugh at humor. it. Yeah. yeah. And it, I just see through it and I know it's going to come out later on. It's going to affect our friendship or, or no, not my friendship, but our relationship if it ever goes that way. And I am pretty confident in myself and I would like to be with somebody who is just as confident. Um, mm-hmm. I'm running 
I'm constantly running really fast throughout my life and achieving everything, checking, checking my list. I don't want to have to grab somebody's hand and force them to run with me. We have to be at the same pace. So there had been times when just insecurity and, and self-deprecating humor just really destroys everything. You, you see the insecurity there too. I can, yeah. yeah, I can spot it. So that's a red flag. That's a turn off. What are some other turn offs for you? Um, all talk, no walk. <laughs> or integrity, lack of integrity. <laughs> but the first time that you meet a guy, you don't know if he has integrity, right? Yeah, I'm sure that comes after time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I it's something that I will determine within a few conversations, a couple of dates, and something like that. Because I'm not the man. I don't sleep with the guy. I won't sleep with a guy right away, especially yeah. now. I mean, I'm not a saint, fine, but now, nowadays, in my 30s, I'm very protected, protective of my sexual energy. So, yeah. So you really, like, talk to them first and... Yeah, feel yeah. them out. Feel yeah. their energy. I mean, I'm not, I don't have a out. rule yeah. book or anything. When you know, you know. Yeah. But I, I have certain just boundaries that I've already set in my age. And... Uh, you have a... I, I just, you have a your minimum maximum your plus minus for age 20 year old <laughs> i've never dated anybody my age okay i'm 32 wow. i've always, always younger or older older all the time but oh. the thing is Baka um, gusto mo younger na because para ano para <laughs> <laughs> There are a lot of young guys that are very, you know, if you check Forbes, it's 30 under 30. 30 under 30. You know what I mean? There are all these great guys. I don't know about them as a boyfriend, but I mean, direction-wise and in terms of, you know, profession, they are very, you know, focused. Uh, the thing is, uh, you don't know. In in twenty seven years, they might break up with you, like Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos. You know. <laughs> yeah. But but, but <laughs> yeah, but it's isn't it worth it? Sixty billion, you know, Mackenzie Gates is uh, Mackenzie Bezos is has 60, 60 billion to her name after twenty seven years of or was it sixteen years or seventeen years of marriage? I mean. That's not bad return of uh, investment on on a partner, right? Most of course. Most guys and girls are lugi pa nga. How many times have we been in the negative in a in a breakup? You know? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's true. I mean, doc, doc, you should know. You, know, I mean, you, 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 you. I know, right? I got separated. You, you're you're formally married, and <laughs> you did everything, every single centavo, any. Every to raise, your, to raise your child, you know what I mean? You did everything on your own. It was like you were married to an invincible wall, you know what I mean? Or a person. So, <laughs> oh, I was. It, uh, but and, it was just that I had to feed that invincible wall. Yeah. And but, pay for his credit card bills. I'm so angry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, Nina, maybe it is time to go 30 and below. I'm 30, 30 below, yeah. I, I told Gina, I don't know, like two weekends ago when we met up, right? I was like, you know what? I actually declared to the universe a couple of weeks ago, I'm ready. I'm open. Just be gentle with me. I'm not going to 
I'm not gonna allow my ego to dictate, you know, who is who should be right for me anymore. I'm just gonna yeah. I find yeah. I, I I find that um in this day and age in the in the 21st century, I find that age is very relative now these days because there are some older men and women that are not there. Meanwhile, you have some younger gentlemen that are so in touch with themselves. They're very vulnerable, very mindful. They're so woke. Uh, yeah. Not the fake woke, not the fake woke, but really woke. And Not the fake woke, yeah. yeah. I'd like to think I'm an old soul, but I was, I was definitely somewhat... But you're just old, no, I was a <laughs> no. I was a, I was an old soul. You know, I love you. But um, I don't think I was woke like the guys are now. Like I was, I was, I was, I was always bordering woke, but very immature in a sense. But old soul, but still wanted to be a kid, and I'm still a kid. You know, what I mean, but I'm more somewhat. I would like to say more, more aware uh, of. Mm -hmm of my feelings of who I am. So it took a while. I mean, it didn't happen overnight. Like I've been, it's been 15, 16 years now, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, and it's it's like, there's more younger men now though. I'm so into more, Harry yeah. Styles right yeah. now. So I, I think this him. is a sign for you. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hope you're not that sinner. I'm into like effeminate guys right now, like crush wise. I think it's because of Harry Styles. He's so confident in his skirts and his, you know, polished nails. And I just love it. I'm like, oh my God. Really? That's hot. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, maybe uh, give, give slide a DM. <laughs> yeah. What about you, now, what, you know, over the years, what are the red flags for the younger girls out there and guys now, who who are planning on going in the dating scene and and hooking up? Uh, what are some of the red flags uh, when you were still very liberated and open minded? My red flags was like someone who didn't have any direction. Someone who just didn't have any goals. When you first ask them, it's like, okay, what you up to? You know, like, like we just can't make any decision. I remember, mm -hmm. um, like, at that time when I already knew that I wanted something more long term, I created a filter so quick. And even the way I was dating and the way I communicated was so quick. Like, I wasn't wasting any more time. I was just like, as soon as I met someone, I was just, yeah, so I just want to know, where are you at right now in your life? Before, if I were to ask that when I was younger, I would be so scared to ask that because they're going to think like, oh, my God, like he might not like me for asking that kind of question. He might think that uh, I'll be too needy or whatever. And I was so afraid to ask questions like that. But, you know, later on, I was just like, I didn't care. I need to know because I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste my energy. So I just straight up asked like, where are you at in your life? Yeah. Because, you know, this is where I am in my life right now. And, you know, I just wanted to know if you are in, in that same place. I'm not saying that I want to be with you and this is, this is, I want to move my future with you. I just want to know where you're, you're at. Just so, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I could just like navigate myself too. And you would know already on the get-go when a guy just like moves back and just like, eh, 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 you know, and we're like, okay, bye. <laughs> but, but that's how I found my partner because when I told him that he was not even scared of that question, 
he was not even scared to answer that. He was just like, and he didn't even think of it like, oh, she's asking me because, oh my God, she 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 wants to be my girlfriend or she wants a relationship. It was just as a matter of fact, like, oh, well, you know, this is where I am, like with my career, this is how I see myself. I would want to be in a relationship that I, I could build with with someone and i was like oh yeah that's great okay that's where i am at too so let's just see where this goes mm. but before was so much fear you know it asking well that's also that because Tina, isn't it because you were much younger i think when we're younger we don't really ask right. what's up what's going on where do you see yourself you know what i mean when we're younger it's all about the superficial stuff the surface level like what we were wearing right. what right. Who you who your friends are, what you car you drive, uh, oh you're a dancer, or oh, you're an artista, or oh, you're an athlete, or you are a personality. I mean, those are the things that we we value at a younger age. So um, right, right. but what are the red flags when you were younger? Well, before you when I you became more mindful, but for the for the younger ones, what are some of the red flags that you wish someone had given you a an sos shit why did i fucking date this guy why the f did i date uh oh, what do we have to watch out for i think like at that time my red flags was already um if he was he was a he was the type of person who would just wait for that tax i hated that i don't know i was just always that person like Y'all really is gonna make me wait. And I hated that game. I hated, I hated waiting and being the one to text or see like what's up. You know that it gives it gave me anxiety. So mm. when I when I was, I remember this was like even in my 20s, when I felt that the guy was playing that game, it was such a huge turnoff. And after that, I'm just like, this is so much effort. <laughs> and that turned me off. That was a super red flag for me. That's really hilarious, Doc. How, how you look at it? We as young, when we were all younger, we value so much mm -hmm. on one text, right? That one call, um, and it yeah. gets us so livid, gets us so worked up, um, and we put so much power in a person that doesn't even want to talk to us, you know, and and it ruins right. our whole day. Right, yeah. it, 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 we yeah. need power for no reason, right? We get worked up for a person that doesn't want to talk to us, you know, and and uh, it it's just so idiotic how even me, I have to admit that when I didn't get a call, a page, well, at that time it was pager. If no one would pay, if she didn't page to see what's what's going on, or leave a voice message, yeah. We, we lose that power and our whole day is disrupted instead of being more productive and put our energy to something yeah. that's more useful. Um, we're here checking our phones. How come he didn't text? How come he didn't call? What's going on? Where the hell? Checking his Instagram stories now or checking his Facebook, you know, what's he posting? What's she posting? And I, and I, and I think that, you know, we really have to just maybe not cut, but, just do your shit. Just do you, right? Instead yeah. of, uh, I wish I had known that, obviously. But I mean, uh, the I think that younger generation puts so much emphasis on the the value of a text and a call. Yeah. When you know they they ruin 
their life, each, each moment of their life because someone doesn't text or call. I mean, it's, it's easier said than done. Yeah. I mean, it's easier said than done. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough. It's tough to be, um, in that, in that friggin', I guess, uh, I don't, yeah, it is a game, but at the same time, sometimes some people just aren't texters. Some people aren't just, you know, phone, phone people. Um, and I think, I think I, I, I really do think that, you know, just because you want to talk to them, you shouldn't call them. I don't know. It it depends on the purpose. I think if you talking, if you calling is going to make you feel that he likes you more, I think there's a problem there. If if you're basing the value of how much he cares or loves you on a phone call, there's something much much more uh, deeper than that. Uh, there's an issue right. with, with you or with me if if I base it on right. that, um, and 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 that's something that you have to see on a different perspective, you know, um, and dig deeper. Uh, but right. I mean, how are, how are the booty calls for you girls? How'd you guys deal with booty calls? Did you accept booty calls? Um, I'm a kind of guy that I'm down. You know what I mean? I don't mind if a girl sends a text first or if I send texts really late into the night. Um, how would you guys respond to the booty calls or late night texts? I think for me, like, I remember at that time, it was like, how I navigated that is like, the guy had to be so, 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 so hot. Like, mm-hmm. super hot. Because <laughs> if he's not, as like, too much energy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, for, for even just for a booty call, even though you think it's like a quick thing, mm-hmm. it's so much energy. So the person has to be like, first, they got to be really, really hot. Okay, so that's your yeah. prerequisite. They, they they've got they've got to be. They have to be really hot. Exceptionally yeah. hot for you yeah. to. Yeah. How about you, Nina? Midnight. To me, it's how they communicate. I mean, besides them um, being really attractive, mm-hmm. if they if it's in a they say it in a way that's demanding and just mm. lustful and rude, then yeah. that just turns me off right away, and I would not engage. Right. But if, you know, but if they say it in, in a way that I like to hear, you know, it's like sweet or yeah, like, don't or just let you off your feet. Yeah. It's my curiosity. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I get hungry for more. Right. So, uh-huh. yeah, I get it. I think it's my yeah. definition of booty call was different. For me, booty call is like, like <laughs> just one band. So, so for me, it's like. I, I love the talkers. I love the people who could stimulate, <laughs> like the men who could stimulate my mind. But that's gonna take time, and I'm, I got, I got my needs. So. so I just need you to be hot, and then I let's get it over and done. Yeah. It. Yeah, get the job done, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> so Tony, you got that right. You just need to be hot, and then get the job done. Oh, <laughs> and you need to be, you need to talk in a way that they would like to. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I, let's move I would, on to questions. I, I, would, I would like to think, Doc, that I can carry a conversation. I hope so. You know, what I mean, in the years that I've been doing, oh yeah, you can carry a great conversation. Actually, this conversation has been two hours already, <laughs> and we didn't even we didn't even feel it. Right? Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. You're a good communicator. 
from what we can see. see? Are you sweating now? Are you sweating? Yeah. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't had any kind of play in how many? I'm going two years now. It's going to be two years. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You are not going anywhere near me when you get back. <laughs> you wish, Doc. You wish. You still so Oh, no. Hell no. <laughs> Are you, are you celibate by choice or no are you kidding me i'm like i've been i've been single for how long nina since birth you know oh my do you go out there and be like hey my name is tony and i'm vaccinated yeah. <laughs> they'll be like oh yeah <laughs> is that how you want your booty called to start sheen <laughs> like, like that like Kiss me i'm vaccinated yeah oh wait i want I wanted to ask you girls, so when was the first time you got the big O? Do you remember the huh? first orgasm that you guys ever got? What age were you? I think I was nine, 19. Oh, I no, no, sorry. Nine. I was like, I was nine. Sheena. Sheena, you wild girl, you. <laughs> I didn't even have my period yet. How about you, Nina? <laughs> Mine was um, 16. Oh, oh, you were 16. girl. Damn, wow. yeah. 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 So, yeah, Tones, maybe we can ask them our series of questions. Okay, yeah. All that right. includes that. Like, yeah, when you got your first yeah. orgasm. Yeah. And then um, uh, the next question would be... Um, What's your greatest sexual experience? This is very briefly. Um, it was, oh my gosh. It was very generous on both sides also. And we were both in this, we're close in age. Uh -huh. older, but it was also just like a one-time thing. And we just intended for it to be great. Like what did he do? What did he do for you to say that it's great? He just the whole time pleased me, which made me want to please him times. Uh, you uh -huh. Yeah, you know. Okay. So I have a follow-up question. What did he do to please you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. What was your favorite move? His favorite move? Your favorite move of his? I like oral pleasure. And I don't always orgasm from intercourse through penetration. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a that's a common thing. Yeah, it's common, right? But I, yeah. I also did with this person. So oh, was, so he must have been doing something right. I was, that was yeah, in mm -hmm. the mood. I was interested in, in his wanting to be generous and not just mm -hmm. saying, Oh, younger or older? How about you, Sheena? What's your older? Older, she said older. So How about you, Sheena? Mine was the one in, in, let's say, in the one in Dubai. Mm. That was the story. And, yeah. And I think, well, but with the, not this partner. Um, I think it's the, that position where you're like on top, your back on top of him. That one. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you mean. You're back on top of him? <laughs> Does that make sense? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On his chest, like that? <laughs> what do you yeah. Wait, wait. You're on top or he's on top? 
on top. You're the woman is on top, and her. But you're lying. Yeah. You're laying on his chest with your back. Is that the Titanic? I don't know, man. It's called I the. I, I believe it's the Titanic, but you fall back. The Titanic was uh, falling forward, right? And letting the wind, mm -hmm. letting the wind hit you, but the, it's the reverse mm -hmm. Titanic because she's falling back. <laughs> okay. All right. The question: What's your first sex? When was your first sexual experience? Top of mind. What do you remember? <laughs> oh, really? We don't want to trigger any memories. <laughs> but oh yeah, Sheena, go ahead. When was your first sexual experience? How old were you? Nineteen. Nineteen. I was super late bloomer. Was it good? No, of course not. I didn't even know what was going on. <laughs> okay. Was it with a boyfriend or um? I thought it was a boyfriend. I thought it was a boyfriend, but it wasn't. Damn situation. Okay. All right, you had a situation. I'll stop there. I don't want to dig into that. Nina, how about you? When was your first sexual experience? Sixteen with my first boyfriend. Oh, so that was a boyfriend. You sure that was a boyfriend? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You were together for like three years. Wow. How was it? How was it? Was it good? Bad? Good enough? Great? First was the question mark for me. The first, yeah. Like, what the hell is this? Yeah, I was like, this is this is supposed to feel good. Because it was mm -hmm. just like, mm -hmm. get done, you yeah. know. We're both virgins. Let's do it. Right. But so it was yeah. like feeling in the dark. Right. Okay. So, so you were 16 then. Yeah. Right. You were yeah. 16, Nina, and you were 19, Sheena. And from then on, like um, you had your worst and best sexual experiences, which we talked about. And you also were able to, of course, have your sexual preferences. So. Um, I want to know, like, when you have your booty calls or when you have sex with other people, um, is protection way to go for you or are you okay with or without? Hey there, my name is Chloe. Just dropping by this podcast to tell you that I'm on one too. It's called The Great Connections Podcast. Over there, we talk about the lives of Filipinos overseas at ang descarte sa buhay OFW. So go ahead and listen to The Great Connections Podcast after you finish this episode, okay? The Great Connections Podcast is available on all major podcast platforms. See you there! The Great Connections Podcast. Protection. Protection. It was always with mm -hmm. protection. Mm -hmm. Where did you learn that from? I'm just um, curious. High school. Yeah. We, we in in my in my school. Um, mm -hmm. That was a really big thing. Like that's when like AIDS were talked about. Like it was a real big thing. Um. So I remember there was this program, and there were like these teachers who came in like out of nowhere in one of our classes and just talked about like the birds and the bees and and AIDS and how you can mm -hmm, get mm -hmm. AIDS. So that for me, this was actually in middle school. We were already taught early on about you know um, protection. All and right. I saw like con they were always showing condoms and stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, and. So you were taught that you have to protect yourself. How about you, Nina? When you were 16, did you use protection then? I did, yeah. Oh. Um, well, we used to 
condom. And then the day after when I was telling my friend, my classmate about it over the phone with on three-way call, I didn't know that my dad was also listening. Oh my God. Oh, how was that? Yeah. What happened then? He gave me the talk. He was like, uh, just be, I, don't get knocked up. He, mm-hmm. he said, don't you fucking get knocked up. And I was like, okay. Wow. So, Good on you, girl. Mm-hmm. He brought me to OB and he had me like get my Check. pills. Like wow. Like, yeah. He gave yeah. you pills already? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So that was your first sexual experience. And yes, you would use protection. Um, How about, uh, let's go into the bedroom. Do you like the lights dim, bright, or off? Yeah, it depends on the day. <laughs> now I, I like it with the lights on, though. Yeah. How about you, Nina? I'm fine with both. It really depends on the mood. Okay. Yeah, it depends on the mood. Both are fine. Yeah. All right. I like so. Yeah. Do you, do you do you spit or swallow? Swallow. Really? Yeah. What is that? <laughs> really? Yeah, I saw. Oh yeah, he spit. So we have one who spits, the other one oh, swallows. Now I want to know. I want to know why. What makes you swallow? What makes you spit? It empowers me. <laughs> Swallowing. I love it. How does it empower I, I you? I like. Um, I like seeing the guy's face. I like seeing my partner's face. Oh, because you it. see like they're playing. When you swallow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Sheena? No, I just for me personally, I just don't like the taste. Like, I'm to eat down. a banana or like, something. Like, <laughs> you're the bathroom. Not even after, <laughs> not even after pineapple juice. <laughs> pineapple. You still have that. You still get that. Um, I don't know what's mapakla in English. You still get that. Uh, it's not bitter, but there's this kind of texture that you get. Even yeah, if it's sweet. Yeah, but some girls like that. Some girls <laughs> yeah, like that texture. Yeah. Some girls love that. I, I think yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, for me, I some think... Do, some do. You know that like buko? The, the fresh buko? When you open it up? It's no, it's, no, that's not it. That's not it. You got I that love slimy buko. film? I love buko juice. That slimy film? No, it's not it. Yeah, it's buko. not it. <laughs> Don't gonna... give it a bad name. I love buko, man. I love buko. <laughs> All right. You should, you know, you should swallow your own. I have. Um, I, mean, so I, know I, the tasted, I, I, I mean, you've myself. tasted. Yeah. You've tasted, but you, have you swallowed the whole ejaculate, man? It's different. Um, <laughs> I've, I've had, what's that, what's that sea urchin na in, 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 the, in the Visayas region? Uh, pinaka. Oh, oh my God. I had that. And then I had, and then I had um, LDM. They put like uh, vinegar and 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 chili. Yeah, and it, yeah, yeah. It, it's in a, it's like in a tube, and the 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 urchin, and you have to like break it open the 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 yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and suck it out, and it's like, it's basically like ten times worse than sperm. So I kind of like I liked it. It was okay. It's it's 
Okay, so maybe you can try um swallowing semen moving forward. Maybe it will give you pressure too. <laughs> but yeah, but I know that um like what you said, there are women who uh like swallowing and there are women who just really can't take take the taste or the texture. So yeah. um to each his own, right? Uh so you like swallowing, you like spitting out. Um, how about Receiving oral sex. Is it a yes or a no? Yes. Oh, yes. 100,000 yes. percent. <laughs> how, how, how many minutes that part? Yeah. There's it, no it, rule. Pero sana naman yeah. not too long. Like, like, like what's, yeah. what's too short and what's too long? So that guys can have a, at least a time like frame. 30 seconds. <laughs> 30 seconds. About 30 seconds. No, no, no. no. But, Maybe like. Uh, three minutes, yeah. I was thinking three, three, three to minutes. five minutes is too short. Yeah, too short. Okay. Also, I I'm totally good. indulge in that for like two, three, four, five hours. <laughs> Which one? Sorry. Oral for three. Wait, Long. you 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 like the guy to go down on you for three five hours? But I don't. I don't think the guy could handle it though. Like yeah. if it's that long. But I, I think the longest that I had um someone go down on me until I came like probably ten times. It was an hour and a half. Nice. And then I said, okay, I'm done. Like, get mm-hmm. out of here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dirty talk. Do you like dirty talk? Yeah. Like, yeah. talking dirty. Like, what do you want the guy to say? Or what do you usually say? Like, I like, yeah, I like the dirty talk, but it's more like the, uh, the Antonio Bante. Yeah. Kind of like, the romantic. You know, like, talk. yeah. Like, um, the right words, not like, not the you're a whore. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? So, are you are you a screamer, a moaner, or someone who's just passive? Whatever, whatever comes. I'm a moaner. Me too, Sam. You're a moaner, moaner. <laughs> Moaner. I'm a, a love. I'm a love maker. Yeah. Like, I. I. Yeah. I. I love just taking time. Mm-hmm. I get annoyed when it's too too fast. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Me too. How about you? Do you say something? I know you moan, right? But are there times that you get to say something? I think. And like what would you answer, say? <laughs> it's more of like just giving directions. <laughs> yeah. I think that. Well, for me, like. That's what always works. How about you, Nina? Um, I do in the moment. Like I can't remember top of mind the things that I say, but it's I also ask questions. Mm-hmm. Not curious questions, anatomy questions, but like, <laughs> you like this baby? No. <laughs> No, I'm more of a, I'm more of, a, I'm going to say your name if I'm enjoying it. I know, girl. Really? Yeah. 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 Like yeah. Yeah. Really? I don't know. I, I never I'm really scream your name. Like the name? I never got I, it. I, like, I say the name. Yeah. I have to think of it. Yeah. I think for me, I just cuss a lot. Like, but I, I could, like, just saying the names, I feel like it's too long. Like, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Names there that are just like one one syllable, like like Bob, you know, like Bob. It's just not that. <laughs> Bob. 
<laughs> Can we just make it Bobby? Oh, Bobby. <laughs> I mean, because anything longer than that is too much effort. But like, if it's a shorter word or a shorter, have you ever like a have you ever said the wrong name? Have you ever said the wrong name, Nina? The wrong name? Mm. Never. Yeah. Yeah, never. But I. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Or someone said the wrong name to you. That's never happened. Yeah, that's good. Person, <laughs> while doing it, that happened. Mm. Yeah. I, I want to know. Like, this is like my last question, but it's a two-prong question. I want to know what your greatest fantasy is. And when I say greatest, it would be your ultimate fantasy. Something that you know cannot be done. And then another fantasy that you know can be done. You know, you can still do tomorrow or mm. next week. I always had this fantasy of like, like making love in the forest. Like, you know, fern gully type of forest. <laughs> like, oh, with fairies? Uh, <laughs> and fireflies? <laughs> and shit, you know, like Africa type of like fern gully. <laughs> Rainforest. Aren't you scared that you'd be um, uh, bitten by ants and all the bunks? That's why yeah. it's something I know that wouldn't happen because, like, it would just be too uncomfortable to be lying down on the roots of, like, you know, a, a very tall tree, a, a three hundred year old tree, three hundred year old tree, but just the look talking of talking tree, one, the one with the world, the one with the earth, you know. That's my fantasy. Yeah. And then How about you, like, Nina? I think when I read Fifty Shades of Grey, I one scene over there stuck with me and they were like doing some hanky-panky stuff in a fine dining restaurant in the middle of a crowd. Mm -hmm. And that, I, I never forgot that. And I would always think of that. So I guess that's a fantasy. Fifty Shades or... Yeah, like. Oh, you want to do that? So while uh, while people while people are eating their you know five thousand peso plate, you'd yes. want to be having sex. <laughs> the expensive food, emulating <laughs> each other and stuff oh like. That. Uh -huh. Okay, so is that is that like something that you know can't be achieved, or something that you know you can do tomorrow? I mean. In the restaurant, limiting, <laughs> limiting, <laughs> <money. laughs> I can do anything. I put my mind. You got to manifest, girl. Yeah. Right. Say your affirmations. I can make love in a five-star hotel with the hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> okay. So, what's the other one? What's something that you know is uh, feasible? Can be done. Like tomorrow, if you're gonna have sex tomorrow, what would be a fantasy that you want to live out? Yeah. Yeah. Sex on the beach. Yeah. Easy. Oh. In the beach is painful. Yeah, in the beach is <laughs> damn, that's too Oh solid. yeah, no, no. Yeah. yeah. So on the beach. Which mm -hmm. beach are we talking about? Something with fine sand in the mud. Like rocky and like Batangas and, and like yeah. where it's black and yeah, they were gray and rocky. Like two <laughs> crabs crossing and <laughs> so sex on the beach. Do you have a partner in mind? Yeah, I do. 
I do, but it's just a matter of like, there's no rainforest here in the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> so no good. No fern gully. No fern gully. No fern gully. You can go to the farm. They say it's magical there. Yeah. Right. Here, that's close to a farm. Is the Salcedo Park or something? <laughs> All right. So before we end, I want to know though, um, if you have anything to say to our listeners, anything that you want to impart to them about your sexual selves, and any lessons that you've learned throughout your experiences. To me, because I'm on this journey of embodying my my feminine energy, which is mm-hmm. all about receiving. Because I I believe I've lived in my masculine energy for so long, and just I've always been doing and doing and trying yeah. to tackle things. Mm-hmm. And now I'm on this journey to allow myself to receive. So for all the women out there, I I just want to share that. Putting yourself in that receptive mode, like just changes your life and everything that you're able to manifest. Like things are just way smoother yeah. and less forced if you just allow things to be. You know, minus is like as cliche as it sounds, as simple it is. It's like you just gotta really know yourself. Take the time to really understand who you are and love yourself like once mm-hmm. you really love yourself your body once you're comfortable mm-hmm. in your skin yeah and then so um yeah love yourself and be forgiving of yeah. your body as well you yeah know, forgive yourself oh. so you love your body you love yourself you take care of yourself and embrace that feminine energy yeah absolutely yeah because we deserve that tony did you listen to that yeah, I'm He's just like writing I'm, down notes. I'm writing. I down thought he was a sleeper. Thank you so much, Sheena and me. I, I just, I just take down notes because you know this is this is my way of of learning about the opposite sex, you know, and and you got to tap into your feminine energy. I think, yeah. I think you're the type of person who who has tapped into your feminine energy, though. I can tell. <laughs> So yeah, I think that's what you need to do there. While you're away from everything, you have to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's so feminine. Oh my god! Is your Tinder, um, Tony? You should change like your details and your bio. Like, hi, my name's Tony, and I'm vaccinated. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. Thank you, Nina. Thank you, Sheena, for so much for your time and for uh, sharing your experiences with us and to our listeners. Uh, don't forget, this episode is powered by Podcast Network Asia, also by podmetrics.co. If you are starting a podcast or you have one going on already, do sign up. Monetize your podcast. It's anywhere around the world. It's podmetrics.co. Uh, the referral code is Sexy Minds Podcast. That's uppercase, one word, S-E-X. Y M I N D S podcast. Mm. Uh, and uh, you also help us earn a living, very little. Uh, I think like uh, uh, 50 cents goes to nine pesos. And five pesos, <laughs> 50 pesos goes to me. Oh, Sheena, Sheena and Nina, um, they have a podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you want to promote that before we close? You, 
have the voice. It's uh, log on to Spotify or Anchor. It's grown up and blown up uh, by Sheena and Inya. Yeah. Do you say grown up oh. and bl- blown up? Blown up. He's <laughs> <laughs> just trying to like penetrate, penetrate those <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Yeah, we so you get that glow. So it's yeah. grown up and glow, glown up with Sheena and Nina. Yes. Oh, right. Glown up and grown up. Okay. I think you should add another one. Yeah. Blown up. Blown up. Blown up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can also listen to our podcast. It's on Spotify as well. So subscribe, like, share. Uh, we're on Anchor, Pocket Cast, and Radio Republic as well. Uh, for those that want to email us, you can email us thesexyminds at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to leave a voice message, you can do so at Anchor. It's uh, bit.ly forward slash the sexy minds podcast. Uh, that's one word bit.ly slash the sexy minds podcast. Share your sex fantasy stories, kinks, uh, relationships, personal problems. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right. That's the show. Great day, everyone. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Sexy Minds Podcast. Make sure to follow the hosts at DJ Tony Tony and at underscore Rika Cruz to get more of their sexy minds. Powered by Podcast Network Asia. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.